0: angel heart radio programs should not be used to replace your legal or medical advice welcome everyone to angel heart radio you are our focus we want you to know that you matter in the world and that you're important to the world we're here to remind you of just how valuable and needed you are right now help us to help others. If you like what you hear, tell your friends, post, tweet, pin, let everyone know how amazing Angel Heart Radio is. So again, welcome to Angel Heart Radio. Powered by love, Angel Heart Radio is sponsored by angellight777.com.
1: Hello everyone, I'm Annette McCoy and I'm with you for the next hour. I'm here in sunny Melbourne, now that's probably giving you the wrong idea. It is a beautiful winter's day here in Melbourne, Australia and I'm very, very fortunate because my guest, Agnes Vivarelli, has conceded to be awake at 1am in the morning to be my guest from London the UK and I know that we have another very very special person one of our supporters Simon is always on uh, this in the chat room for this show and so Simon you have a fellow um, person residing in the UK so. Agnes is um, getting, experiencing what Simon does every week, being awake at this time, mm-hmm. 1 a.m. in the morning.
0: Agnes, mm-hmm.
1: you are an author. You are a facilitator, a mentor, <laughs> and you're a traveler, which I delight
2: in the fact that really you are living a charmed existence. I sure am, Annette. I've been very fortunate in the last 18 months to completely change everything I'm doing. So, yeah, a a complete life of freedom, which has taken 10 years and a million affirmations to get here. Cool. See, what
1: I love about that, Agnes, is that you are a living example I'm a living example, you know, people I say I have a charmed existence. And yeah. part of that reason is that you and I ha it's the way we perceive our lives. We choose yes. to say, Hey, you know, this is I just I delight I've just had a, a weekend of a long weekend of singing and I must admit it's a great time to party as well. And it was a fabulous weekend. I have a friend staying with me from Hawaii and Shelley had been away for the week and we met up on Monday night in Melbourne and spent another night in the city together. And yesterday um, had a very lazy morning and then walked to the, the market and Shelley got some things that she, were on her list. And I just think, oh wow, how fortunate am I to be able to say, oh yes, well I can do that with you. Mm. Um, and it's yep. so, it's so good. Uh, what's in my life is, I'm blissfully happy with all that happens to be there, and I mm. think, wow, mm. wow, wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And of course, yeah.
2: gratitude helps so much doesn't it it certainly does it's one of the foundation blocks to actually get there I Mm -hmm. think um, that's definitely one of the well the daily practices I still have even prior to it happening you know putting that into motion so you're looking at the glass half full rather than half empty on a daily basis and it changes your Perception, which is what we're talking about today, you know? It's how you mm. view everything, it's how you interpret everything. It's the filter. So, yeah, it's been uh definitely one of the things that's changed what I do on a daily basis, and it is a daily practice of when I go walking for an hour every day, it is what I do for that whole hour is practice gratitude in that walking time. Mhm.
1: So can you give our listeners an idea of what you're grateful for as you walk? Yeah. Is it?
2: I start, yes, I go through, you know, parts of the body. Thank you to my feet for being able to walk. Thank you to my eyes for being Uh able to see. Thank you for my ears, doing just the physical things and then mentioning people in my life, mentioning the bed that I sleep in, the food that I eat, and then you move, kind of go out into bigger things. You know, the fact that I work 100% creatively, that because of the work I do and it's online, that anywhere that I go, as long as I have Wi-Fi, I am not pinned down to being in one place anymore and being grateful for the freedom that that gives me because Mm. I was trapped, trapped for a very long time. Trapped for decades. So that one is always massive gratitude for that. Massive. See, technology
1: has
2: (laughs) given us so much freedom. Yeah, our parents wouldn't have been able to. You know, I think my mum and dad couldn't have been free like this because there was no internet. Mm. So we Mm -hmm. were born at the right time to actually benefit from this. So, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, YouTube and Google every day too because they're the platform that I bounce off to be able to do everything I do. So mm-hmm. the fact that someone created Google and created YouTube and, you know, and that they pay me for using their platform. I don't even pay them. They pay me every month mm-hmm. from, from you know, like that's unbelievable. They create it and then they pay me. How does that work, you know? <laughs> Mm. so yeah the list is long i i do feel i yes. can go a whole hour's walk and be grateful and think of you know endless things in that time it's um got more and more and more and more as the years have gone on so yeah gratitude's a wonderful thing it is yes
1: and i realize that quite often I will take something for granted until it is no longer there this morning I tried to get into my email address and for whatever reason um, it proved a little difficult and so it's interesting isn't it until something's taken away or isn't there that's when I can suddenly go oh, that's right thank you thank you thank you for being there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep. Yeah, for sure. Last week, I I had been given uh, ample warning that my water was going to be cut off uh, between nine and two, and I had yeah. left the piece of paper out, realising it da da da. Well, of course, <laughs> that morning did mm. I remember until I went to turn the tap off and went. I turned the tap on and I went, oh, my goodness, there we go. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, oh, right, yes, well, I did know. And fortunately, I was going out for the morning and by the time I came back, uh, it was back on, which was very lovely. Ooh,
2: nice.
1: And it's very interesting when we can give gratitude for something that might be seen in a negative way mm. because someone might have a dis-ease or we might have an accident and mm. it, it can change our lives incredibly now i remember yeah. your story about
2: your bad back now that
1: that was a blessing mm.
2: Well, it was, you know, it, it actually removed me from highly physical work, even though it was creative work that I really, really loved, um, doing displays in homeware stores. I, I loved that work, but as I got older and it got harder, and then, yes, injuring myself, I ended up taking an, a year off work, and in that time had an amazing rest mentally physically and emotionally and some incredible creative stuff in a completely different direction was Mm -hmm. created while I was resting and healing my back and you know doing exercises to get well and all that stuff so the back's totally healed and mentally and physically um, everything's fantastic but yeah it's like this incredible inspiration and new surge of what I will do and I can say till the day I die because this is not restricted by n- me um, you know there is no physical work involved with what I do anymore so whether I'm 50 mm-hmm. 40 or, or 70 I can still do this work and I love it I love it so much I have trouble stopping that's probably my issue I don't know when to stop <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I burn my eyeballs out looking, yeah, balance. So, um, yeah, so walking and doing the affirmations and the gratitude is a really good break during the day to actually, you know, counteract that loving what I do um, because we do need balance even when we love something. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, it's, it's... it's very
1: interesting that we have all of those components in our, mm. Mm, our day, our week, whatever, and because mm. we, we certainly don't choose to burn out. You know, we love what we do, so therefore we want to be able
2: to continue doing
1: yeah. what we love.
2: Mm. Yeah, for sure. It's interesting you talking about being grateful for things that are negative I remember um, interviewing these people that were um, a husband and wife and their Mm -hmm. son got shot and they told me the story how they as quickly as they could started giving thanks for this accident and I was blown away by that because I'd never heard that under Mm -hmm. those conditions but they Mm -hmm. transformed this situation into something incredibly amazing and um, yeah talk about the power of healing between the two of them for their son that was a magnificent story right so, in that so mm, he he was healed yeah yeah or, the son was healed and his parents you know um, just yeah quickly turned away from the tragedy and turned straight to the gratitude under those conditions right amazing yeah
1: well it is because again it, it's perception isn't it and there are it the times is. when you can see a victim's family uh f- forgive the perpetrator yeah mm and 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 of course there are the others who choose not to do that it's the ones who choose to do that who are an inspiration to us and an example of, well, what, um, because that helps our own healing. If I'm holding a grudge, if I'm being resentful, then that's affecting me physically, mm. emotionally, I- I- mentally in every way. Yeah. And yeah, yes, it, it can be a very difficult thing to do to forgive uh, somebody who has hurt us or our loved ones. However, we are not only giving them a gift, we're gifting ourselves because Mm. we are so much, uh, our well-being is so much better Mm. for being able to do that.
2: Definitely. People...
1: I look at relationships and relationships can, well, they change, don't they? When, we, when a friendship comes to an end, when, when a relationship comes to an end, we have a choice as to how we view that. Yeah. And I see people whose health is affected big time mm. because it, unconsciously, they've pushed down negative feelings mm. rather than releasing them and letting yeah. them go and being able to to thank the person for whatever it is that they've brought to their lives. Mm.
2: Yeah. And that's a toughie yeah, and too. If you don't, it is. And if you don't do it, though, it stores itself in the body and then it ends up as some you know disease with a title of some description mm. if you do it for too long it the body cannot not take that you know and not do anything with it it has to do something with it because it's a change in
0: mm.
2: change in feeling changes it changes the body that's the thing that i find with the body is it's the closest thing to you everything else you try and manifest is on the outside whether it's money a job a relationship or a house or whatever it's all external but you're on the inside of you so the body takes the impact straight away from anything you think and feel and it absorbs that positively or negatively so really it is also the good thing about it is it's the fastest thing to heal in my experience because you're on the inside of you hmm and it can quickly absorb the change in you in a positive way if you do decide to let go and release the emotions it can heal very quickly hmm well
1: wouldn't it be lovely to hear from some of our listeners <laughs> what's your experience what's your yeah. perception of life because Ooh. our perception has a huge impact you know, how I perceive myself, how mm. I perceive myself in relation to others, how I perceive my relationships. Um, mm. it, it's a biggie and yet it can be so exciting. Just, it's like,
2: mm can
1: be like flicking a switch.
2: Yeah. As simple yeah, for
1: sure. as that. You no, know, yeah. and and little steps being being kind to ourselves. You now, I wonder Agnes, uh when people choose their clothing, what what makes us choose our clothing? What uh whether it be what we're we're buying to wear or what we choose to wear on a particular day, sure mm. the weather has something to do with it. However, <laughs> Uh, what colors do we choose what do we like to be up with the latest fashion do we dress according to our own wishes no what mm-hmm. what influences yeah us and hmm, and what influences our mindset for the day no when we look out do we smile and think well I'm ready for today oh what magic am I going to find I'm sure Agnes that you must find lots of magic
2: on your walks I do I um you know it's funny I I've had growing up as as quite you know poor in in Vancouver Mm -hmm. Island Canada at the time um I always had this thing that Um, as a kid that I never found any money and as an adult Mm -hmm. I've changed that and I would say to myself you know I always find money I always find money and it was a little game I played with myself and it's like just for this week like I found money every single day on my walk today I found like 10 pounds found it you know so it's like I find money all the time (laughs) (laughs) a 10 pound note or did you find yeah I found a 10 pound note today yeah
0: so wow! You know,
2: And that happens fairly regularly Before it was just coins, now it's notes But it's just one of those yeah. games that I, that I play when I'm on my walk I always find money <laughs> And there it is again, you know It's just a change in perception It's a change in belief It's a change in how you interpret What used to be and what is now So yeah, I mean that's such mm-hmm. a It's like a little treasure hunt, you know And the child <laughs> in me loves it Because it used to be such a negative game Now it's a really fun positive game <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's good. I love it. I love it. Mm. My, I used to love, every summer we would go down to a bayside beach and I used to love the mornings when the waves were there because usually it was very calm. And with a change in the weather, the the waves would uh, bring the water come up higher on the shore and of course they were washing Mm. away the top sand so I delighted in finding coins and Mm. uh, then even as an adult I don't know maybe oh goodness me how many years ago it doesn't matter Um, a lot of years ago As an adult, I was on Beachcomber Island in Fiji and I was going for a walk and all of these coins were coming up and some had been there Mm -hmm. for absolutely ages. Our beaches, people started bringing metal detectors and so they spoilt the yeah. fun for people like me. But yeah, yeah. Fiji, it was fabulous. And there were American coins, Australian coins, Fijian coins. Mind you, some uh. of them were very hard to to work out, to be, decipher because they'd been there for so long. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. It's that um, the little child, was smaller per coming out. Yeah. And it was... Such <laughs> fun, and I was having yeah. such fun that another woman saw what I was doing, and so she joined me <laughs> on a couple yeah. of occasions. It was oh lovely, oh dear. Oh. So the simple, simple fun. Yeah, mm. I'm going to try your method because every uh, (laughs) I quite often find five-cent pieces and I'm very grateful and say, oh, this is a sign of abundance. Yeah. And so I'll see. There was one morning several years ago and I found a $50 note and he's blown up against the fence and I went, oh, my goodness. Mind you, there are other times where I might find... A discarded banana that's perfect to eat. Yeah. Um, yeah. One day it was an avocado. So and it's like, oh well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was looking forward to for breakfast. It's, yeah. Nice. It's fascinating. Absolutely yeah. fascinating. Yeah, it is. If you would like to speak to us today you may ring in remembering that this is a United States number so if you are anywhere else you need to get out of your country and ring into the states. The area code in the USA is 347 202 0232. What games do you play and delight in? You know, another one for me, Agnes, is going on a merry-go-round or a carousel, as they're called in yeah. some places. Uh, the joy of going up and down on one of those horses. <laughs> I think I get more fun now than I did as a child. Yeah. They are yeah.
2: fabulous. Yeah. It's yeah, It's so lovely to do end- it as an adult, isn't it? Because you've got different, well, you've got a different perception of it. You've got a different you know, standpoint That's than right. you did when you were little. Yes. Mm.
1: <laughs> well, sometimes, depending on
2: how small you are
1: when you go on one of those, yeah, with the horse going up and down, that can be quite scary. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. So, oh, I wonder what it is, what do you delight in? I like Skipping along the uh, seaside, along the waves, you know, chase, letting the waves chase me. That's a load of fun, yeah. especially on what I call the, the the ocean beaches, because the waves, you know, every yeah. seventh wave or so is bigger. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Many a time I have been caught. <laughs>
2: yes. Clothing gets very wet, and that adds and to the fun. And blue bottles wrapped around your ankles. <laughs> oh, I'm very fortunate I don't have those. Oh, you <laughs> blue don't? Blue bottles. Ah, oh, nice. Blue well, bottles are stingers.
1: Bonus. Yeah. Yeah, they're the stingers, yeah. aren't they? They can be very yeah. painful. Very, mm. Yeah. yeah. Yes, no, I'm very... Very grateful for not having those. We used to have uh jellyfish fights because we would find pieces of jellyfish. They were little uh horseshoes, but they weren't they were only parts of the jellyfish, and they've been washed up on the shore and uh, but <laughs> to have jellyfish fights were quite fun yeah, a bit like snowball fights, really they're good fun too. <laughs> <laughs> you know riding um sliding down a um snow slope on a piece of plastic you know how much fun? yeah 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 Shelley, who who's staying with me uh was going down a sand dune again on a like a toboggan type thing and uh i can remember doing that i Maybe it was over in oh, it doesn't matter where, New Zealand I think. But and that can be quite scary being up the top of a sand dune and because mm. of course you gather speed as you come down.
0: But, yeah, but for very sure.
1: exhilarating when you um get to the bottom and finally stop. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then if you're up for it to climb back up again and come down again. It's good exercise. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah for sure.
1: So now, Agnes, I know that you are available to mentor people, to guide people, to assist people. And if our listeners are suddenly, oh, I think I'd like this woman to <laughs> assist me, mm. how, do they, how do our listeners
2: get in touch with you? They can go to my website, which is apersonofinterest.com.au, or they can just put my name, Agnes Vivarelli, into YouTube, and it will take them to my channel, and then all my details are there under each and That's every fantastic. YouTube.
1: Mm, well, and last time we were speaking, you were, yes, you'd really stepped up the YouTube have you yeah. continued to put them out yeah. at a strong range? Yeah, I've
2: got I think about 320 of them now and it's giving me full time. I'm actually in the last month, I'm not able to keep up with what's coming in. It's just coming in too fast. So I'm going to have to make some decisions about how to cope with that, which I haven't thought mm. it out yet. But yeah, it's coming in. <laughs> Like every morning I open my emails and there's like 25 emails of people asking for help. So it's either Mm one-on-one or email coaching or, um, you know, they buy courses or different things. But, yeah, there's like a collective consciousness around people wanting fulfilling work or people wanting Mm -hmm. fulfilling relationships. So they're the top two topics at the moment. Right. Right. So, yeah, and because it's online and it's global, it just, you know, it just ticks over because mm. people are looking on YouTube for how-to. That's why people go to YouTube, how-to something. Right. hmm Beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Very,
1: well, that's helpful for others and most helpful for you. Look what you have managed to create for yourself.
2: Yeah, yeah, the, uh, you know, and, the, and going back to perception, this is changing mm. my own perceptions about what work is and my own perceptions about what work can be and my own perceptions about, you, don't ha- you know, I had to change two, two things, two beliefs that creative people, my belief was years ago, creative people can't make money and also you have to work hard for money, which comes from the generation mm. above me. That's their, their their slow slogan is, is you have to work hard. That's their slogan. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, it it was letting that go and and unraveling it. Um, I'm basically someone who works in spurts because that's how my creativity works. Um, And then I might not do anything for three days. So... You know, and then starting at eleven in the morning. I don't like the morning. I prefer to work at eleven o'clock at night or do this radio show with you at one thirty in the morning. You know, it's that it's working mm-hmm. with the body clock that you've got. So mm-hmm. changing my perception about work, changing my beliefs about work and then really uh stop draining my energy, giving it to people that really don't want to help themselves, you know, whether it be in my personal life or just general people that I would work with and also saying to myself that I only attract inspiring people to work for, to work with.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And and that's what comes through now, you know, daily. So, and and, you know, have time to have a sleep in the afternoon still have time to go for a walk and do my gratitude in the middle of the day you know building everything around those things doing yoga during the day looking after myself because because of the nature of what I do I have to be putting into practice what you know we talk about
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. so it's got to be you know an example of it so now I can definitely do that as, as much as I want and keep the balance and, and, you know, changing my perception of what creative people can do and changing my perception of um, what I was taught, what can be, and, and you know, that whole thing that, that came from the generation above is that you have to exchange time for money and you don't. That's one Uh way you can make make money, but you can exchange. Like I wake up in the morning now and stuff sold in the night while I've been sleeping. I didn't exchange time for money. I exchanged sleep for money because I understand Uh now. And my brother told me that not long ago, probably six months ago. He said, you know, with what you're doing now, get out of the mindset that you have to always exchange time for money he said think about mm-hmm. doing it differently shift your shift your mind shift your perception of that shift your how you're doing things so you know i still love the one on one i still i still love you know doing email assistance for for people um but yeah there's a lot of my you know i've designed two courses in the last 2 months and they just you know get sold in the middle of the night so mm. that you know, that's 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 part of creating. Well, that's part of a self loving thing to do for yourself is that you're not always, you know, squeezing the last bit out of the tube to make the money that you earn. You know that it can mm. be easy, it can be fun, it can be effortless, it can be, you know. I mean, I designed those courses. They probably took me, you know, ten to twelve hours each. But after that was done, it just keeps on giving it gives to them mm-hmm. and then it then it comes back and gives to me and you know and i think i didn't even understand that whole thing about not exchanging time for money that didn't even make sense when he first said it i said what are you talking about so mm-hmm. yeah there's there's really so many different ways of of freeing yourself up and looking after yourself more and more and more and um and creating stuff for you that then you can offflow to your family and people that you love. So, mm. okay, can we go back to
1: that, the thought, belief, if you yep. like, that has come from that earlier generation that we have to work hard <laughs> to get money. Yep. How yep. did you let that go? Did you simply turn it around and say, I can make money easily, or whatever? I can make funny I uh, sorry, I can make money
0: creatively.
1: Yeah. I can so it becomes an affirmation, doesn't it? Yeah, it does.
2: But the first can thing use... is you know, when I first had um you know, I had a job working in a shop as a sales girl and I was working five days a week and I was two levels underground in a Westfield, never saw whether it was mm-hmm. night or day, summer or winter feeling really trapped. So my desire was born from out of that of feeling trapped and being uncreative. So right. I started saying I work half the hours for twice the pay and I work creatively. That was my new affirmation. I work half the hours for twice mm. the pay and I work creatively. So then I got approached by somebody who took me to the next level, the next step, step up, which was I was working in different locations every day in Westfield. Um, and I had doubled my wage, but I was still working hard for money. So I had let go of the first belief of creative people don't make money, but I still had the second belief of you have to work hard. So what happened was over that three years, the first year I loved it, then it hit 18 months to two years. My body was starting to feel the effects and I was breaking down and I was spending every day off just laying on my bed exhausted and trying to recover to get myself ready for the next three to four days' work. So I thought, okay, mm-hmm. the cracks have appeared here. Now I need to deal with you have to work hard for money. So I started saying money comes to me easily and effortlessly. Money comes to me easily and effortlessly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it didn't happen quick enough, my belief changing. Because <laughs> as you know, I injured my back. So what mm. happened was... Then I went through letting go of that work, thinking I was going to go back to it after six or 12 months if my back healed, and now the back healed. But I remember thinking, I don't want to work hard for money. That job represents you Mm. having to work hard for money. Yes, I was making double what I used to make, but I'd solved only half the problem, not the second half. So I thought, okay, I'm going to have to, in this 12 months, work out what the heck I'm going to do. And it's not, I have to shut Mm. the door on this. Even though I love it, I have to shut the door on it and work out something else. So, you know, uh, that's where all the letting go of the second component. And I kept at that affirmation. And I would say that, you know, when I'd go walking, I would say that 100 to 200 times in an hour and just say money comes to me easily and effortlessly. Money comes to me easily and effortlessly and still not really knowing what I was going to do. I had already started Mm. YouTubing. But I was only doing it as a hobby, as a fun thing. I, I, like I was doing one or two YouTubes a month. It's like now I do one or two YouTubes a day. So it right. really shifted gears in that, in that whole year of being off, started doing this thing that was just still for fun. And I wasn't making any money because it was literally me just putting out content about the law of attraction, how to manifest stuff, and then sharing true success stories from people around the world because I was then putting up, you know, Facebook posts to say, hey, has anybody got any stories? And mm-hmm. then it was a case of um, this thing just started to rise up in the background and I was getting emails, people saying, can you help me? And it was like, help you with what? You know, like I was just putting up mm. stuff for fun. Like help you with what? So then I was, I would reply and then I was doing like, you know, 10, 15 minutes worth of replying to emails. It turned into four or five hours of replies after a year. And I thought, I can't keep doing this for free, mm. you know, because it's mm. sig- and then mm. all of a sudden I thought, hang on a minute, now I'm going to start charging for my time. And then people started to say, yeah, that's fine. No worries. Help me. And, you know, mm. I had done a coaching course and, you know, I'd done a, a coaching course on the law of attraction and stuff. And. Um, but yeah, all of a sudden, you know this hot, the year was over, I was feeling physically you know I was healed because I spent a lot of time meditating and and fixing my back and sending love to the body and correcting all those things, and then right. this this thing just sort of took over on the side and has just you know ignited um which i really can't say I I planned on or anything it's kind of dragged me with it in the last you know little while it's really dragged (laughs) me with it so yeah and I love it I love it it's creative and I creative people can make money and also I work and money comes easily and effortlessly so I now have the evidence Mm. that both of those old beliefs have finally left me finally Mm Mhm. So, yeah, but that old one, that last one, you have to work hard for money. I mean, people wear that as a badge, like the people that work hard are the ones that are held up on a pedestal. And you know what? I'm basically a bit of a lazy person that doesn't want to output that much. I want to be creative and have fun, but I don't want to be working, you know, nine to five, five days a week. That's just, to me, 21st century slavery that doesn't need to exist. It's not this Mm -hmm. generation's way of doing things and I learned that from the people that are younger than me you know they work at odd times and they make money in different ways and they don't buy into the you have to have a job they do things in different ways Mm -hmm. and I've learned that from watching well I've learned that from watching YouTube to see what other people are doing so Mm. yeah so it's good feels really good to have let go of both of those old unhelpful (sighs) beliefs
1: right see it's fascinating isn't it because it comes down to perception
2: yeah certainly does.
1: how do we perceive our life
2: yeah exactly and yeah and then what you do with that perception you know what do I do with it once I have perceived it is it a perception that helps me or hinders me firstly if it's um, a good one keep that going if it's not how am I going to change it into what I want and um, you know sometimes you can be fast enough like with me with my first belief about creative people don't make money I was able to shift that before you know chaos hit the second one I didn't get there quick enough and it caused you know a major kind of life breakdown which was a breakthrough in the end But at the time, Mm. you know, Mm. thinking, great, I'm 47 years old and everything's falling apart and what the hell am I going to do and where am I going to live and how am I going to earn any money? You know, it was scary Mm -hmm. as hell. But, you know, today, obviously, it's a lot different. So, yeah, it makes you focus. Once you get a perception that's kicking your backside, it makes you focus. Well, you see, we have choices all the time.
0: Mm.
1: do I go into fear and yeah, fear, fear can be very natural, however to have another look at a situation and say well I can choose to be fearful mm. of my situation or I can see it as a new adventure, <laughs> a challenge yeah. again how do we choose to see a situation? Mm. Mm. Uh, when a A Person is diseased, and we tend to say, Oh, it's a change in the weather, it's you know, it's winter, we naturally get colds. Well, those two things don't go together, they don't Mm. have to go together. Yeah, again, it's an exception. You know, do I think Mm. I'm going to get ill if if I'm expecting to get a cold? Well, guess what? (laughs) Yeah, that's going to land in my lap.
2: Uh, exactly.
1: So I don't mm. have to. And the thing is, if it does, has it been my mindset? What is my body telling me?
0: Mm. Exactly. You, is it
1: time to look at what I'm doing
2: and do it differently? Mm. Yep. That's so true. That's so true. <sighs> and you know, it's that thing, Annette, that, you know, whatever happens, it's. It doesn't have. um, It's neutral. Like something happens to you, it's neutral. It's really what you think and feel about it, the meaning you assign to it, your perception, your interpretation. That's the thing that might be helping you or hindering you. See, at first, I perceived what was going on as a total disaster, and I was, I wasn't even just angry. I was in rage. I was furious. Because I thought, you know, mm-hmm. I've worked my butt off and I've ended up, I've lost my flat. I had to pull the plug on my flat so I had nowhere to live. I then had to decide where the hell am I going to go to heal my back. Now I don't even have my home to actually look, get get well. So all my perceptions mm. were everything's totally stuffed and I'm really angry <laughs> at somebody and I want to punch someone in the face, you know. But there was no one around and I had to deal with you can either keep this perception and interpretation going or you can shift this interpretation and perception and get some lemonade out of the lemons, so to speak. So, mm. yeah, I mean, that took a little while, but, you know, that's behind now and it's, and it has shifted. But, yeah, it's the that thing of things happening are just, whatever happens really doesn't have any meaning. It's just the meaning you assign to it. And I remember when I first heard that, I thought, what are you talking about? That's a terrible situation. How can you say that? It's Mm. like, well, is it really? Like, you know, is it really or is it something that is going to create a major shift and change if you view it differently, if you interpret it differently, if you change your perception of it, you know? So, yeah, that whole thing about perception is fascinating to me. I love the topic. I, really, I so do. Yeah. We
1: did mention how people can get in touch with you. And, of course, they can go through YouTube and does it. YouTube is, can be so time-consuming. That's where yeah. I have to be really careful yeah yeah for sure it's such a plethora you know as you have mentioned both YouTube and Google how amazing Mm. you can
2: find answers to anything yeah and I think you know that's what's so great about YouTube is it is a it is a useful social platform you know some of them you know people are just you know you look around and it's for fun or just for you know, looking at photos or uh, things that are of interest to you. But YouTube, you can go Mm -hmm. to it and get, I mean, it's either from, you know, entertainment, music, gaming, you know, and uh, I mean, the top three YouTube subjects are music, playing games, makeup, the top three things that people how to. So, you know, it tells Mm. you a lot about what people actually go and look for. So, yeah, how-to or entertainment really. It's the top top two things, the two categories that people go to YouTube for. So you can get so much good um, you know, you can learn about, get a lot of knowledge from other people's knowledge for free mm. on that platform. It's fabulous. It certainly is.
1: Now, you have mentioned what you're doing during the day and the night and yes. yes you obviously love
2: being in london yeah i love i love being in different places and that you know i love not being pinned down i felt trapped for so long like right now you know i'm in london and then i'll head over to france and see my family because it's only a one hour flight and then i'll scoot back to sydney which is my home um and then I've got my partner here in London. So I kind of live in three places and I just maneuver around and I don't have an anchor. I don't have a home base at the moment. And um, that was intentional while I worked out, mm-hmm. you know, what, what I was going to do. And, but now it's a choice and I will anchor down eventually. But for now, I'm happy to move around and not have a base. I feel the freedom of that is exhilarating. Absolutely exhilarating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Well you haven't you haven't got all of the
1: um shuttles that go. I mean, I'm looking around yeah. the room that I'm sitting in at
2: the moment.
1: Oh yeah. it would be so freeing. And I must admit that there have been times in my life when I've lived in different places, lived out of suitcases and Mm. Every time I live out of a suitcase, I think, when I go home, I'm going to go through my wardrobe. I tend not to because, and yet even the other day, I went, oh, that's right. I've got this and this and this. Because I tend to use the same clothes on a regular basis rather than um, going through, oh, yes. Yeah, I discovered this wonderful garment that um, I probably last wore a couple of years ago, and it was in the bottom of a trunk that I had forgotten about. And it was wonderful to
2: get it out, Mm. refresh it.
1: uh, Yes, and oh
2: wow! Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like a when I get back to Sydney and I, you know, there's all these clothes I haven't seen for ages it's like, oh wow, I forgot I had that. <laughs> it's like yes. a whole new it feels like a whole new shopping experience.
1: <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's how we perceive it. Yeah. You know, do we uh Do we have sufficient? And what is sufficient? I know some people Mm. have rooms
2: of clothes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, And others will, um, gee, their whole wardrobe might fit into a
2: suitcase.
1: Who knows? Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. The
1: people who can uh, travel for an extended period of time with a backpack, It is amazing Mm. how much
2: can be rolled into a backpack. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. It's not for everybody, but for those of us that do really enjoy freedom more than security, because some people need security more than freedom. You know, it depends which style of person you are, I think. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that comes down to accepting
1: ourselves doesn't it knowing Mm. that Mm. yes
2: yeah which one are you this is this is yeah and and this is what
1: i enjoy being at the moment because there are different times in our lives where we have different needs different interests yes uh yeah i smile a lot of my friends are saying, oh, I'm traveling now while I can. My attitude is <laughs> I look forward to being able to travel for at least another 30 years. Yeah. Because, and and yeah. our mindset, it's amazing yeah. how our mindset or perception impacts on our well-being. Now, mm. if, if I'm going to limit my... From, limit what I do by my mindset, or mm. am I going to open those doors and say, "Well, <laughs> there are there are people who are traveling around the world in their eighties and nineties, and yeah. put on them." That's what I want to be able to do. Mm. Yeah, be be sprightly and still enjoying the wonderful opportunities right around the world yeah you know, there are people yeah. who who live on ocean liners these days well how <laughs> yeah. cool is
2: that actually yeah a woman in her 80s doing that she didn't want to go into a nursing home so she just kept buying one cruise after another and just got looked after by the staff <laughs>
0: mm-hmm
2: I thought, good honour. Why not? Why stuck in a nursing home? You just know you're going to go downhill mentally if you go in there. Yeah, I that's thought right. That fabulous, amazing. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Why not? So there you are, listeners. There's a tip. <laughs>
1: have a look at your options. You know? Yes. You don't yeah. have to be locked away at all. Uh, (laughs) how wonderful especially if you enjoy life at sea and these days the liners are so huge and of course you get room service if you don't wish to um, go Mm. out oh
2: such a life exactly Mm -hmm. Exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) so what is possible have a look at your life at the moment are there changes that you'd like to make hmm what is this what is it that you really and truly desire and yes yesterday I ran into a person In uh, unexpectedly it was like mm, I think I know you sure enough yeah. I did now this gentleman uh Several years ago now uh, uh, was in a situation where his his wife left him, and apparently when he used to sing, she would bag his voice anyway, um, once she left him, I think he he just decided that he was going to do something. And he'd obviously had a deep desire for singing. Well, he's Mm. now singing with a local opera company because somebody, a friend must have heard him sing and he said, oh, I think so-and-so would be interested in you. And sure enough, this person was. And he's singing for an operatic company. And later in the year, they're going over to Bali and he nice. said, hey, wow, I get to travel and yeah. for free. He said, okay, I'm wow. not getting paid. Well, in a way he is because he's traveling and yeah. being able to stay in an exotic place for two weeks yeah. while he's living his passion.
2: Fantastic. How cool. So That's lovely. Something
1: that he... Isn't it? And... At yeah. the time, I'm sure he was devastated. No relationship that he thought was for keeps obviously wasn't. Yeah. However, yeah. no, no, no. It was mm. a window of opportunity. It was like, okay, well, this door is suddenly shut in your face.
2: Look yeah. for an opening. And, and the fact wow, that he didn't wow, wow. to her opinion about the singing. Exactly. That's fantastic too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if he used that as the prod,
1: okay, I'll show you.
2: <laughs> yes. Although his yeah, words exactly. to me
1: yesterday were I have this person to thank for where and wow. I went hint- oh wow.
2: Wow. So
1: again H- listeners, have a look. What I- mm. what is your deepest desire? Another friend of mine turned 50 several years ago, over a decade ago uh, now, and decided that she too, she wanted to sing. She This was, you know, one of her deepest desires. And mm. so she started having singing lessons. She's created a CD. And nice. she regularly does morning melodies here in... Um, throughout Melbourne and the suburbs, etc., etc., et, cetera, et cetera. Mm. And so she too has created an income for herself from her deepest desire. So, Beautiful. you know, we can say that oh, we're too old. Well, no, we're never too old. Look at the people mm. who go back to
2: study later yeah. in life.
1: You know, they've wanted, it's, they've yeah. held that
2: desire for so long. Yeah, it's wonderful to see. Wonderful. So if you think
1: that Agnes might be able to help you, then visit YouTube. Pop in that wonderful name, Agnes Vivarelli. So it's A-G-S-V-I-V-A-R-E-L-L-I. Or Google. And guess what? <laughs> you will be taken to the website yes, at <laughs> personofinterest.com. So seize the moment. You might feel that you would like to reach out to Agnes. You might simply go to YouTube and have a look at one of the over 300 YouTubes that Agnes has, cl- has created. Mm. It is your choice. What I am encouraging you to do is to look at your own life. What makes your heart sing? Are you Mm. doing that? Agnes is doing it. And,
2: (laughs) gee, only a few short years ago, you weren't. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I wasn't. That's right. Hmm. Somebody yeah.
1: said said to me recently, "Oh, Annette, you don't. You no, know, you used to travel all the time, and and you don't so much now. And no, at this point in my life, I'm still travelling. However, not to the extent. That's so true. Yeah. Because yeah. I really like what I'm doing here in Melbourne, and yeah, it's another phase in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and so exactly no travel. Traveling is still there, and I still do some each year. Uh, And I love it, and I also love being here in Melbourne and being involved in the singing and the groups that I'm involved with. Mm. The socializing. Uh, Yeah, so I can only say, (laughs) listeners, Mm -hmm. have a look. What is it? You know, what do you have in your life that you might like? To change, yes do you have a any words of? Oh, you've had lots of words of wisdom.
2: Something that you'd <laughs> like to leave with our listeners. I think it's really working out what you want, and you know, I when I coach people, I often hear, "I don't know." That's the answer. So, it's, mm. you know, spending a bit of time thinking about what do you want, and often it's going back to childhood looking at the things you enjoyed can give you some clues as to where to start.
1: Beautiful.
2: Yeah. Thank yeah.
1: you so, so much. It has been a joy having you on this week. Listeners, thank fun you, fun you so you. much. For... Oh, thank you. Listeners. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back next week with a mystery guest. Woo. Until then. Find the magic and live your dream. You've been listening
0: to another fabulous program on Angel Heart Radio. Our goal is to remind you of how much you matter in the world and to let you know that we appreciate who you are in the world. You can check out who's on, when we're on and who our guests are at angelheartradio.com. Everything is there. It's all just one click away. Angel Heart Radio programs are powerful tools to help you in your life and your life experience. They are not intended, nor should they, be used to replace your medical or legal advice. The views expressed by hosts, co-hosts, callers, guests and associates should not be construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio.